0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melanymitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and welcome back for another episode. This week is going to be a good one, a sure one, but definitely an impactful one. So as a business mentor, I have been in the direct sales industry for over a decade. It's actually coming up on 12 years this July. And as I, every morning, I don't know how many of you do this, but I will click on my Facebook and go to my On This Day. Do you do this? On This Day, it's just like a daily practice. I do it every single day and I look at my memories and it does a few things. It always makes me feel good because there's most, more often than not, there are pictures of my two little boys and they're dancing or laughing or smiling or we're doing something as a family. And I just love seeing all of the memories over, the the past years of of their lives. And I also love to read my business post for two reasons. I like to laugh at myself a lot of times because sometimes they're very embarrassing in the things that I actually used to post and put out there. And sometimes I can't believe like, wow, I attracted people with that, but I did. So it's a really a true testament to anybody can build, anybody can can start on social media with no knowledge and grow into what I've grown into today. I also love, love, love to be able to look back and see how my business has grown and to really see not just on the social media side of it, from the product side of it, but also on the business side and to see all the leaders and the people that I've had the ability to impact over the years. And it just, it really is the highlight of my day. And one of the things that as I was Looking over my on this day, my memories and just kind of looking back, I was reflecting on the seasons of business ownership. And one of the posts that I had did years ago was about me basically saying I felt like if I stopped, everything would fall apart. And I was talking about how I went from really being the one woman show to actually starting to delegate, hire help, really look at my business as a company and a corporation. And I look and say, wow, like I have grown a lot over this past year. Like I am not even the same person that I was when I started my direct sales business this was a hobby. This was something fun that I was doing because I wasn't working anymore. And at, the more I got into the business opportunity and the more I saw the potential, the more I was intrigued by, can I do it too? Maybe I can also, you know, build a big business and transform the my family's life. And so that's exactly what I did. And it's cool to see just how I've grown as a human, how I've grown in my leadership, how I've grown in my friendships and my relationships and, you know, all of those key areas. But it wasn't without a lot of roadblocks, a lot of obstacles, a lot of dark times in my life where, I mean, with the, for a lack of better words, I was essentially drowning. And that's the reality of it. You know, there are seasons in our businesses where we're just getting started And we're wearing all of the hats. We're the marketing department, we're customer service, we're sales, we're social media. And we are, we're also, you know... at at some point in our businesses, we get to a level where we say, I can't humanly do this anymore. I've maxed out at my capacity. And there were lots of times in my business that I got to that place. And those dark places usually resulted in me laying on the floor in the living room, crying to my husband saying, I can't do this anymore. I need to hire help. And he would always say, well, then go hire help, Melanie. And I would say, I'm going to hire help. And then I wouldn't. And That post that I did where I said, if I stop, everything will fall apart, that really, that really is a little bit of who I was. And I want to talk to you about that, right? So I've grown this large organization, but I want you to know I didn't grow this large organization by myself. And I am pretty sure that sometimes people think like, wow, how did she do it all? And then other people try to do it all, but it's not realistic to do it all. So if I look back at my business, when I first started, you know, Matt wasn't really on board and he wasn't super supportive, but I did certain things anyways. Like I worked for a good six months, and then I hired a babysitter to come to the house two days a week so that I could work my business for three hours uninterrupted. So six hours a week, I had help with my boys. Then the next thing I invested in was somebody to help me with scheduling posts because I was following a Google doc. I had created all of my content for my paid groups and all I was doing every single month was copying and pasting. And so I hired somebody to help me do all the copy and pasting for me. So I didn't have to do it, which even though it was like, Oh, I can totally do that. It's not a big deal. That doesn't take that much time. How many of you found yourself saying that it just doesn't take, I'll just do it myself what happens is those two hours it was taking me to do those posts were two hours that I wasn't getting in front of new people. I wasn't creating the social media content. I wasn't writing the newsletters, doing the follow-ups, right? Getting out there and growing my business. Only the things that Melanie Mitro can do. And so even though I didn't just hire a full staff on day one, I started to scaffold my business. I started to scaffold the help. And I started with very part time, just a few hours a week and it grew. And I have to really say that I'm so grateful to one of my early mentors in the business. And he sat down with me he said, Melanie, we're going to look at the areas of your business and your life. And he said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I want you to actually bucket out how you want to spend your weeks. And one of the things he had me do was say, okay, well, he actually made me take stock of how I was spending my time right now. And he said, let's color it in. Let's look at just a week. I want you to color in what the hours that you're working. I want you to color in when you spend time with your family. I want you to color in your personal time, when you do your workouts and you just take care of you, whether it's reading a book, whatever it is that you do, you know, and other things, whether it's going to church or participating in a mom's group. And so he had me really like lay all of these different areas out. And he said to me, you know, this is and really my time. I was working 24/7. And as we took stock of this analysis of where I was spending my time, he said, "All right, your your vision is to create a business and a life that gives you freedom." But yet you're chained to your business. You're chained to your phone. You're on it 24-7. You can't wait to get home so you can log into the computer. You're always answering messages. He's like, you know, is this how you want to grow your business? Because you're at a capacity. You're at a ceiling right now. And the answer was, no, that is not how I want to spend my life. But I also said to him, I feel like I have to do it all or it's going to fall apart. And I never wanted to slow down to speed up. I just kept thinking, it's easier for me to just do it myself than teach somebody else how to do it. And so really what ultimately happened was he helped me to understand my worth. He helped me to understand what my business was actually worth. And so one of the things he said, okay, Melanie, what's your hourly rate? And he had me figure out how much my time is worth. And so at that time, it was early on in the business. I don't remember what the hourly rate actually was, but it was a significantly more money right than to hire a VA. And he goes, so you are paying yourself $400 an hour to... Do social media graphics or to do your recognition, to send out a monthly newsletter, to schedule Zoom calls, process recordings, send out the recordings. And I was like, yes, because it's just easier for me to do it than to stop and train somebody. He goes, but you are wasting money. That is $400, maybe five hours every single week that even though it's easier for you to do it, you are actually, you could pay somebody. 18 to 20 plus dollars an hour and what could happen is they could do it for you you can go out and be prospecting working with your team members creating great customer service onboarding new people And instead, you're in the weeds with things that you could easily pay somebody a virtual assistant salary to do. And when he said that, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. I see why the investment is important. And at that moment, it made me really start to question, what should I be spending my time on? And there are some things that, yes, I love to do them. And so periodically I'll do them. But I'm always asking myself, like, what's the best use of my time? And so I want you to take a moment, if right now you feel extended, you feel like you're doing everything, you feel like that you have no more to give, I want you to take a step back and I do want you to like bucket out what your week looks like, what would your ideal week look like? And then also I want you to look at what are the things right now that you are spending your time on that you know you shouldn't be spending your time on. Like, what are those things? Is it, what is, what is it? Is it downloading reports? Is it making graphics recognition? Is it scheduling calls, making YouTube to thumbnails, whatever it might be. I Instagram story sets. I just want you to think about what are the things that you should not be spending your time on. Make a list of that. What are the things only you can do? And then I want you to say to yourself, all right, if I were to, because When I, when I really started to go down this road of I'm going to hire more help, not just somebody to auto schedule things inside of my, you know, inside of my customer groups, but What if I hire a virtual assistant? What if I start having somebody that's helping with emails? What if I have somebody that's kind of helping me with some of this back-end funnels and in my team page and helping me do a lot of this recognition? I started to get overwhelmed by all of the things that I was going to need to teach somebody. And so that I find with a lot of people inside of my leadership mastermind, that's where they stop. They don't continue on because they feel like, okay, this is just overwhelming for me. To stop, train somebody, get them up and running. That's going to take a ton of time. It's going to take me out of the field. I'm going to lose money. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. Instead of hiring a VA and giving them a full workload, what I want you to do is sit down and look at your list and say, all right, this week, Okay. one of the things you can delegate is having somebody do your team calls, planning your team calls, setting up the Zoom links, creating the events inside of your team pages, processing the recordings, putting the recordings inside of the team page, all that good stuff. And so I want you to this week as you do a team call, I want you to record yourself doing it. And I also want you to open up a Google document and title it Weekly Team Calls. And then I want you to write the procedure that you go through every step as if somebody could read this as an, a manual. This is their employee manual. They're going to go through this process from start to finish. This is how they're going to do weekly calls. And so if you record yourself and you have a Google document with all the steps completed, it really isn't going to take you much longer than maybe five or 10 minutes to write that document, put it inside of a Google file titled virtual assistant tasks. And then when you go to hire somebody, all you have to do is say, here's how you do team calls. Here's the operating procedure. Here's the video that goes along with it. I want you to watch it and I want you to do it. And so instead of, oh, my gosh, onboarding a new VA is going to be so time-consuming, what if we just start giving them one task at a time? And that is what I started to do. So then the next task was, you know, I want you to do my monthly newsletter. And I did the monthly newsletter, recorded myself doing it, talking it through, created the operating procedure for it, gave it to the assistant, we use a task manager called Asana. This is where we talk back and forth. And then we ask questions. I review it once it's ready, and she sends it out. And so, slowly, but surely over time, I told this person, Hey, we're going to start out slow, but we're going to scale it up. You know, I anticipate it's going to be somewhere between 18 to 20 hours a week. I don't know. We're just going to have to see. I've never hired somebody for this position before. So, you know, we're just going to have to see where it goes. And I anticipate as the business grows, because I have a big vision that this is going to eventually become a full-time position. Correct. So that's the way you talk about it. So let's break it down. Let's actually make it less intimidating by right now starting to identify what are the tasks that I'm going to offload. And when I offload them, how is that opening up my calendar? Because if there are projects such as recruiting, opportunity events, writing new sequences, you know, doing certain social media content, mentoring your people, we need to get some things off your plate. We, you, it's, it's, There is somebody out there that can no doubt do this and do it better than you, all right? So I want you to know that. You are not the only person that can do these things. You can hire somebody to do social media graphics, and they can probably do them 100 times better than you, and that's good. We want to have qualified people on our team, and we can't be afraid to hire help. We have to be willing to delegate. So whether you're, and and I will tell you, if you're listening to this right now and you don't have a team and your business isn't large, I still want you to think about a few different things. When my business was small, how did I hire help? I hired help for somebody to watch my children so that I could have uninterrupted time to work in my business. If you don't want to hire a babysitter, maybe it's hiring somebody to clean your house Or maybe it's having somebody come in and do the laundry or cut the grass, just doing grocery shopping. So you have to think about what are the things that I am willing to offload and I am willing to hire. And remember, I started small. So when my business was small as a stay-at-home mom, I wasn't making a lot of money. I wasn't ranked at the leadership rank, but I knew I had a very small amount of time every week. So the time I did have to devote on my business needed to be the right tasks, needed to be the right tasks. So you have to sit down and identify what are the things that I can offload to somebody else that I don't need to do. So I want you to think about that. I think that's really key. It's really important. And it's something that, as leaders, we're so afraid to allow somebody else to come in and be in our business. And there are things that you can do. Having somebody sign a non-disclosure, you know, confidentiality agreements, especially if they have access to confidential information. It's it's that's something you have to trust people. You got to give them, you know, access to the stuff that they need. Otherwise, you're just creating more of an issue. So my friends, as you're listening to today's podcast episode, if you're that person that feels like if I stop, everything's going to fall apart, I really do feel because it is you that is the problem. And I, I say that with a lot of love, but we need for you to be able to do what you do best, creating content, serving your people growing your organization. And we also need to have systems that are backing up the things that we're doing. Because otherwise, if everything rises and falls based on us showing up, we don't have a business and a life of freedom. My husband always says, what is going to make you money while you sleep? That's the number one question. Does it make you money while you sleep? When we're looking at business investments, we're looking at ways to invest in our time. It is like, does this make me money while I sleep? And if the answer is no, if you step out of the picture, we have to evaluate how we're spending our time that might mean that you know you need to have applications for people to fill out that they go into a nurture sequence once they fill out an application it directs them right to the link to sign up whether it's for the products or it's for the opportunity it might be monthly newsletters that are going out it might be back end offers that we're doing it might be the way that we serve people through customer service so we always have to say what are the things that I can do that will make money while I sleep so friends Today was short, today was sweet, but I want to get your wheels turning because as a aspiring leader, I know for me back in the early days of my career, this was the hardest thing for me to do. Hardest thing for me to do was hire help. On the flip side of every time I hired a new employee, brought in a new team member, which my direct sales business has three employees, a full-time admin operations manager, and two part-time employees that help me manage my customers. I will tell you that every time I added on somebody new and I took that leap of faith, it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I always said, why did I wait so long to do this? I will tell you, it is having a task manager setting up weekly calls maybe with your admin. It is taking the time to record these videos and create the systems and processes and the touch base is what has allowed my staff to feel like a well-oiled machine. There will always be room for improvement, but communication is key. Now, I hope that this episode was super helpful and I hope that it left an impact and got the wheels turning about where you maybe are burning the candle at both ends and you don't need to be. And if you need anything at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro. Tag me. If you love today's podcast episode, take a screenshot of it. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was. I always love to chat with you guys in the DMs. And then if you feel generous, if you will head on over to iTunes, will you leave a rating in review? Will you let people know what you loved about the episode, why you love this podcast, and who it is for? I would be forever grateful. And again, With deep gratitude, I am so thankful you're here and you're a loyal listener, and I will see you back here for another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Have a great day, and I will see you soon.